It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Good morning and welcome to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. A beautiful day today and uh, we have a terrific guest. We're going to be talking with Dr. Esther Cha, a board certified general surgeon at St. Mary Surgical Associates in Langhorne. And today's topic here on the Healthline, understanding your risk for colorectal cancer. Dr. Cha, good morning. Thank you for being with us here on WBCB. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about your background, Dr. Cha. What brought you to St. Mary Medical Center? What's the story? Sure. I actually was born in South Korea. My parents still live in Seoul, Korea. But I grew up in Virginia, and I finished most of my training up north. Um, I went to medical school in Virginia, and after that, I finished my general surgery training in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I did additional year of uh, colorectal training down in Orlando, Florida. And I ended up here um, in Pennsylvania, thanks to my husband. Um, he's a neonatologist who works in uh, Westchester, uh, in Chester County Hospital. So trying to be near my husband, um, it brought me to St. Mary's. Gosh, it always seems to be the spouses or a personal history with this area that brings people back to Bucks County. It's a beautiful location, and we're happy you're with us today, Dr. Cha. Getting kind of international on the show, do you, uh, do you get back to Korea, and are you able to visit your parents somewhat regularly making, making the trips over there? Great question. Yes, I had this grandiose plan to return home after my training, yeah. but thanks to COVID, which you know halted all of our travel plans, um, I've been facing FaceTiming with my parents a whole lot, but haven't had an opportunity to go back. I, I look forward to the days when we can travel again. Yeah, uh, you and many, many others feeling the same way. So, Dr. Cha, today we're going to be talking about... Uh, risks for colorectal cancer. What is colorectal cancer? Uh, just give us that um, description and uh, kind of the, I guess, just the definition of, of, of what it is we're going to be uh, having in the, in the spotlight here today. Sure. Speaking of COVID, you know, due to our pandemic, a lot of our routine screening colonoscopy has... Um, been on hold, unfortunately, this past year. Um, so there are a lot of patients who had to reschedule or cancel their scheduled routine screening colonoscopy. And I'm glad we have an opportunity to speak about that, um, especially this month being Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. All of our staff members in our office is wearing um, blue ribbon t-shirts to remind everyone you know, starting at age 45 now instead of 50, um, American 
Cancer Society is also promoting that, you know, if you haven't had a chance to undergo routine colonoscopy, that you ought to. Um, colon is colorectal cancer, and it's, it's an overgrowth of um, what can be prevented if caught early, hence why we're emphasizing um, uh, routine screening colonoscopy if you haven't had a chance to undergo one. Tell us a bit about the colonoscopy procedure. Is the prep any better than it was back when it was, you know, the the thing everybody dreaded so much? And um, what what is what's happening there? You're you're actually looking for those um, polyps, right? Those those um, different formations there in that area that could that potentially could become cancerous. Correct. Well, I would like to say that our mechanical bowel prep has improved a whole lot. Okay, good, um, good. I do tell my patients. <laughs> I do tell my patients there's still some homework involved. Okay. So the day prior to your scheduled procedure, uh, we do ask you to remain on a liquid diet all day while you're taking your mechanical bowel prep. And unlike before, instead of drinking those gallons of Terrible tasting uh, uh, bowel prep. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> yeah, nowadays there are much friendlier and smaller volume uh, bowel prep that you can take. And I personally like to use the ones that are over the counter um, because I find it silly that you spend so much money when ultimately you're going to poop it all out. Um, so it's it's much friendlier. <laughs> Well, that's always. You know, it seems like that's something we're always learning here on the St. Mary Healthline is that technology is making things, in a general sense, more comfortable for the patient. And it sounds like this is another example of that, all that nasty prep, uh, at least a, a little bit easier to take and to get ready for the colonoscopy. So the 45-year-old recommendation, Dr. Cha, that seems relatively new. I, I, I guess... I was thinking 50 years old, maybe that's just for my own peace of mind because I'm getting in that age range where I'm between 45 and 50 years old and I haven't had this procedure right. performed and I guess I should really uh, get something scheduled for myself. Right. Well, you know, last couple of years mm-hmm. we have found that a lot of younger patients are now being diagnosed mm. with colon and rectal uh, cancer, and there was a push to um, move up our screening age from 50 to 45. Gotcha. Um, so you're you're not too late. Um, some societies are still quoting age 50, mm-hmm. but a lot of our screening and preventative measure um, uh, committees are actually pushing for 45. That, that's terrific, right? So you can catch more early and have better results for patients. Dr. Cha, what are some of the major risk factors for colorectal cancer? What should listeners be thinking about maybe in their own health history? Sure. Um, Having any family members with colorectal cancer, Mm -hmm. immediate family specifically, any family members with multiple polyps, but 
also being mindful of your own sort of uh, health. If you recently had um, unintentional weight loss, changes in your stool caliber, meaning you used to have pretty good size uh, stool, but now it's becoming thinner and thinner, or perhaps seeing blood in your stool, all those uh, signs and symptoms could could mean um, that there's something going on. So for those patients, um, we definitely recommend uh, being evaluated by your gastroenterologist or uh, colorectal surgeons. How about lifestyle stuff, Dr. Cha? Smoking, bad eating kind of behaviors, could those uh, lead to colorectal problems? Sure. Um, there has been many studies that suggest that obesity, being overweight, mm-hmm. um, has a higher risk, um, some kind of connection to developing uh, colorectal cancer, obviously smoking, um is very um, uh, detrimental to your health. Um, uh, People talk about eating high uh, levels of fiber diet, which can be very healthy for uh, your colon, Um, but uh, definitely having a high family history uh, would uh, put you in a higher risk for developing colon and rectal cancer. Gotcha, gotcha. And we can quit smoking, we could eat differently if that could give us some type of health benefit, but you can't change your family members and your genes. Are there genetic tests that um, people would maybe go through, or uh, if you just have that family history, that's enough to say you're at this higher risk, you need to go through the additional screenings and make sure you're okay? Yes, great question. There are certain genetic um, disease that make you more prone to have colorectal cancers in your lifetime, and um, those patients are sought after um, because you're not only at high risk for colon and rectal cancer, but you could also have endometrial, ovarian, gastric, other malignancies if you were to find um, to have those genetic diseases. diseases. So not everyone with family history would undergo those genetic testing, but um, if appropriate, then yes. You know, one of the things, Dr. Cha, that is always so concerning to me, or it just seems unfair that many times people who experience the symptoms of cancer, it's because it's already advanced to such a point where sometimes it's difficult to get those positive outcomes and results that people are looking for. And um, people are looking to reduce those risk factors and try to have uh, better outcomes. But if you're looking for symptoms, you may be, it may be too late in the process. Um, are there symptoms that people would mm-hmm. experience with colorectal cancer, or it really is the kind of thing where you gotta you gotta get those screening procedures so you don't have it get to the point where there's uh, noticeable symptoms? Right. Well, I mentioned briefly, you know, changes in your stool caliber. But yeah. if you're having difficulty digesting your normal food, or you know 
just losing a, a lot of weight without you really trying and exercising and dieting. Um, another concerning thing could be that your blood levels can be very low, too, hmm. what we call um, being anemic. Um, not everyone's going to see blood in their stool, but that can be also concerning as well. And um, the the this those symptoms that people um, might find uh, again seem very alarming. Uh, uh, I would think that that's uh, you know that's where you get calls often and br- br- brought into the process where they they see a bloody stool, some other type of sign, um, and and then they know that uh, they need to, to get some treatment. What what types of treatment options are there for patients? Well, surgery is definitely a curative and um, frontline treatment mm-hmm. for any uh, bulky, large um, colon or rectal tumor that we find. Um, there are certain size cutoffs, but if you um, must undergo surgical intervention, um, we offer minimally invasive surgery that includes laparoscopy and robotic assistance laparoscopy so that you don't have to have a huge incision on your belly to undergo oncologic resection. Um, If you must be evaluated for chemotherapy, we have wonderful oncology center here with our medical oncologist and Red Onc, um, our pathologist and radiologist where we have our multidiscipline um, tumor board where we discuss each of the patient cases and try to come up with the best treatment options, whether that may include radiation and chemotherapy first or surgery and then chemo following. So every case gets discussed um, with uh, multiple specialists. We're talking with Dr. Esther Cha this morning for the St. Mary Healthline. We thank her for her time. And we're going to step aside briefly. We'll return in just a moment and want to ask about some things you might want to ask your doctor during your next appointment that that could come up. And also, um, how often people should be screened and go through the colonoscopy procedure We've got Dr. Esther Cha with us, a board-certified general surgeon at St. Mary Surgical Associates in Langhorne. And if you'd like to know more about our topic today, understanding your risk for colorectal cancer, find out a little bit more about Dr. Cha, you can go onto the website trinityhealthma.org. That's trinityhealthma.org. And we will step aside, return in just a little bit to answer those questions and more here on the St. Mary Healthline. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Pennsylvania is one of the top 10 states with the highest percentage of speeding-related fatalities. Speeding reduces a driver's ability to react to changing traffic or road conditions. It puts you, your passengers, and others on the road at risk. Speed limits are designed to protect everyone. Be alert. 
Watch for speed limit signs and obey those signs. Slow down, save a life. Be safe, PA. Learn more at PennDOT.gov slash safety. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Welcome back to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Good to be with you this morning. We got some warmer weather and some great information. Thanks to Dr. Esther Cha, a board-certified general surgeon at St. Mary Surgical Associates in Langhorne. Today, talking about a tough topic, understanding your risk for colorectal cancer, but an important topic. This is Colorectal Cancer Month. And Dr. Cha, I, really the gold standard, right, is the colonoscopy. Are there other screening mechanisms that are out there that people who just are intimidated by that uh, colonoscopy situation could flee to or uh, something that's a little bit more gentle to also come up with some answers? Yes, great question. Um, Alternative to colonoscopy because it does take bowel preparation the day before, and it requires you to undergo some kind of anesthesia. Mm -hmm. Um, You could also do annual fecal immunochemical tests, which is um, checking um, your blood as well as having a flexible sigmoidoscopy every, you know, five to ten years. And the hottest topic right now is checking your stool for fecal DNA testing, and that is looking specifically for DNA that sheds from any of these polyps or overgrowth or tumor, and that's recommended for every three years. But if any of these tests come back positive or concerning, you're coming back to colonoscopy, which is, once again, gold standard for screening. Uh, Dr. Cha, we thank you for being with us today, but we also understand that during colorectal cancer month, you're going to make yourself available with a webinar. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about that and uh, the, de- you know, the the date and time and uh, what, I, I guess, talking about what we're discussing today, but in a bit more depth and detail. Yes. We're very excited to launch our uh, webinar series. It's going to be on March 25th um, at 5 p.m. Um, all the links will be available uh, even through our St. Mary's website. We're going to discuss um, all these screening options, what are some of the symptoms and signs we should be looking out for, and the reasons why we encourage our patients to be screened. Um, Going back to your previous question, colonoscopy is an outpatient procedure. Um, You actually do go home the same day, and um, it's a relatively safe procedure with uh, low risks. So if you do your homework the day before with bowel uh, preparation, uh, this procedure is um, very quick, and it's an outpatient procedure. You know, time flies, but a few years ago, Dr. Cha, WBCB, we were involved in a series of broadcasts about 
colonoscopy and we were traveling around to different senior living communities to talk about how important it is to get screened. And one of the questions that always came up or seemed to fairly consistently be raised is, is there an age at which I can stop getting colonoscopies and getting screened? And there seemed like there were some mixed responses, even from some of the physicians that were there, that um, at a certain point, maybe you can, you, you, you can stop getting these screenings, but if you think your longevity is pretty good, then maybe the rec- recommendation is if you think you're going to live a while, it's still a good idea to get looked at. Exactly. Um, so I usually say it's individualized beyond age 75. Okay. Usually our society guideline um, per American, um, uh, sorry, ACRS, which is our colorectal uh, uh, society guideline. Gotcha. Um, they do recommend that you can stop screening at age 75. But I've seen some very active, very healthy, very outgoing um, patients beyond that age. So um, screening uh, is individualized beyond age 75. The colonoscopy, right, you're looking in there and seeing, hopefully, things before cancer develops with the stool testing that you were describing where they're looking at the DNA um, from your samples aren't they isn't that like Mm -hmm. you already have some cancer detectable and that's how they can that's how that test becomes a positive and it's it it seems like it's a little bit after that you're you're after the fact uh, so to speak I guess or after the the problem has developed and um, I guess that at least is having some people aware of what's going on with them, but uh, wouldn't it have been better if they could have gotten that colonoscopy screening? Sure. Mm. Um, So this dual DNA detection test, um, it's very sensitive, not just for a tumor, but but for any polyps, just to give you an idea, a polyp size that's greater than one centimeter, its sensitivity is about 57%. Anything that's pretty wide, um, such as two to three centimeters, its sensitivity actually goes up to 83%. So it has a very specific sensitive uh, detecting mechanism. So not just for tumor, but also for polyps. Okay. What questions should patients be thinking about when asking their doctor during their next appointment, whether it's their... general practitioner or if it's a colorectal surgeon um, that that they may be interacting with? Um, If you have not had an opportunity to undergo colonoscopy and you're of that age, Mm -hmm. definitely do ask. Um, And different ways to prepare for colonoscopy, we talked about it briefly, but you don't need to drink those awful go lightlies and, you know, gallons of uh, drinks. Um, they're much friendly ways to prepare your colon so that you have a successful colonoscopy. Um, and, you know, if you have a strong family history or something's uh, bothering you and concerning you, definitely voice uh, those concerns to your um, primary care physicians. 
and, and to your surgeons. And is it, um, should people be looking at their, at their BMs to take, to see if um, there are changes there? You know, I think that, I don't know, that's something that uh, people, I, I, it's a little, uh, you know, not, not necessarily a great topic for the radio, but it's something that um, <laughs> people should be, um, you know, it, it's part of your system and uh, how well you're functioning. Right. Well, I think if you are an excellent pooper, but now you're having some very thinned out stool caliber, I think right, that can right. be concerning. Okay. Um, not to alarm all the listeners, just because you're having some bad pooping session doesn't mean, you know, you have something in your colon or rectum. Right. could be any but, number of um, things. I, I think, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I think being mindful, you know, I think if you're losing um, a lot of weight, losing a lot of energy and just generally being fatigued and you're having low um, blood levels on your routine screening, I think all those will justify um, you undergoing uh, screening colonoscopy. Dr. Cha, thank you so much for walking us through this topic this morning. Anything else you'd like our listeners to know about colorectal cancer risk before we let you go? I think we checked pretty much all the boxes um, and uh, some some good information about the importance of getting those screenings and early detection. Yes, um, I do want to say that tomorrow can't wait. Um, If you have not gotten uh, your routine screening colonoscopy and you're that age, Mm. um, don't wait. It is safe. Um, It's definitely doable. All the cool kids are doing it. (laughs) Um, And we just don't want to miss any of these, you know, smaller polyps that could have been prevented. So call your physician and schedule your colonoscopy. And don't forget to listen to us on March 25th. It, it, more to um, well more done. To come. Well done. March twenty fifth from five until five forty five, and you can find out more information through the website trinityhealthma.org. You got to navigate and walk through. Find Dr. Cha and her upcoming webinar, March twenty fifth from five until five forty five, as uh, all part of Colorectal Cancer Month. And Dr. Cha, thanks for your time and all the great information today. Sure. Thank you for your time. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. And uh, we thank you for checking in here on WBCB. More great listening coming up. And uh, thanks to Dr. Esther Cha here for her time. And uh, that'll do it for us. This has been the St. Mary Healthline on WBCB. Have a great day, everybody. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit St.